Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's the fourth hour of the G-Bag Nation. Coming up at 520, we're going to hit the expressway, take it commercial free to the top. We got... Thoughts from Jerry Jones on hiring a defensive coordinator. Is Kyrie back? Mavs rumor Ruskies with the trade deadline three days away. It's time now for an edition of Football's Finest. Here's Eric Chiafalo. Footballer Ballsack, USC quarterback Caleb Williams has informed NFL teams interested in drafting him that he wants a special universal remote that enables him to control reality. Butt crack. Yeah, that's butt crack. Well, it's either football or ball sack. So, ball, ball sacking, sack. butt cracking. Ball sack. Diana Rossini asked about Mike Vrabel. You know, Mike Vrabel didn't get, uh, didn't land a gig. He, he was didn't. left, he was playing musical chairs. All of a sudden, he's left standing. Quote, she says, I don't think there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. I had a general manager at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build. That he's a very large human being and he can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor. End quote. What? He's... Football professionals are scared of a big, muscly football player? Yeah, it clearly hasn't worked for the Lions uh, in Detroit with their situation. They can't what kind wait. of P words are these owners? I yeah. have no idea. Who, if I mean, I'm hoping this is a, a ball sacking situation. I know for a fact it's not in terms of Diana Rossini actually reporting this, but uh, maybe Does this go to sideline reporters just making stuff up sometimes. Is, is this I think just Diana like Rossini's been on fire lately? She no, seems like no, she's, a good she's, yeah, no, she's, she's good. too dialed for this, but maybe the GM who told her that was doing a bit, you know, maybe he was just, you know, putting some goofy <laughs> stuff out there. This? You know, he's 6'4, he's 260 pounds, can be a little intimidating when he says he wants a player and you're sitting there, the average Joe, saying you yeah. want a player, you just acquiesce to the big man. I don't know. If, no. I, think, I think that was a nice way of saying he's pig headed about his schemes. And I don't think it is that much of a coincidence that he and Bill didn't get hired. You know, Chief, we've talked about this for years about how NFL teams aren't keeping up with the trends. But at some point, it would become so obvious that even the dumbest teams were on it. And we've reached that point, which means Mm -hmm. we're now close to the apex of this trend of motion and new school. And we'll see what's next. Uh, but I, I always worried that by the time the Cowboys got around to figuring out everybody in the league would. So now we're hoping they can get motion into their offense, learn how to defend it right as the entire league is using that as a standard. Funny enough, uh, Boomer Esiason is uh, is alleging on on his show that uh, that the Falcons actually offered Belichick the job, but he turned it down. OK, uh, Ooh, so. I don't know how true that necessarily is. Maybe maybe they offered him the job, but there were too many caveats and parameters in place that he's like, okay, I'd, I'd rather not do this. I don't this think Rich McKay wanted him there. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't the pre- think so either. I don't think the president of the team wanted him there at all. Maybe there was, uh, you know, there was, there was some type of respect and all that, but I, I don't think that's the problem with Bill. When you bring him in, you're going to have massive change. There are people that are going to feel super uncomfortable. And I don't think Rich McKay wanted to feel uncomfortable. That might have been why Bill turned it down because that uh, it would probably be a compromise. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, he probably didn't want to mess with that. So he says, "Okay, I got no problem. I'll just uh, you know sit out for I'll a while." Sit out. I'll circle back about Vrabel. I I believe if the Cowboys would have asked him to interview for this job, he probably would have. For the DC defensive coordinator game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I don't think Mike Vrabel wants to sit out. I think Mike Vrabel wants to coach. And if this is an opportunity to keep in it and keep going, you know, a lot of guys, you know, Andy Reid, look what happened to Andy Reid. Andy Reid was like, and I know Andy went from Philadelphia to Kansas City, but mm-hmm. everybody's like, well, what's Andy going to do? Well, he got hired like three days later. It was yeah. it was crazy. You know, Clark Hunt and the family, the they 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 hired Andy and, and away they went. Andy wasn't interested in sitting out. 
But I, I do think that I do think that Mike Vrabel would have. I think he would listen to you, uh, your overtures about the defensive coordinator job. Well, you know, and we'll see if that, you know, the Cowboys. I mean, we've we've heard about some candidates and stuff. Maybe they have reached out. Maybe he's a guy that we haven't really thought about here. But we'll see. Yeah, you can add him to the list. Zimmer, Ron Rivera, Martindale, and talk with Vrabel. Yeah. The commanders get Dan Quinn to be their head coach. They their their one seed, the guy they wanted most was Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions. He he bows out of the running. And so the commanders thought that they were going to get Mike McDonald, the Ravens defensive coordinator, until the Seahawks swooped in with more money. So uh, that's how Dan Quinn becomes the coach of the commanders. I don't know how uh, many other guys were really on their list of who they really wanted that maybe they missed out on, but they definitely wanted Ben Johnson. He bailed McDonald. They thought they had, but then the Seahawks come calling. They gave him like a six year deal. So they money whipped him in a way that had him saying, okay, no, no problem. I'll I'll just go ahead and go to Seattle. Then the commanders default to Dan Quinn. So that's reporting from the athletic there on how all that unfolded. Uh, When it comes to Super Bowl activities, the 49ers, I got an up update on my phone today from ESPN it read 49ers miffed with Super Bowl practice field yeah, oh yeah. yes I got that one too UNLV yeah. we all got the same miff message yeah. the myth message I saw that there's like a, a hardness scale on the field there is and like standard is 75 it's got to be 75 or better and this field did a 50 yeah they're running around like in in mud. Yeah, this is challenging because the, the, with with the Chiefs being the home team, they get to use all of the Raiders' facilities. So it's just so weird to me. Which I know it's a weird it's it a weird strange. it's a weird it's very deal. Strange, but the the. I mean, their accommodations with the Raiders there are going to be pretty high. You know, they get the indoor facility. They get all of their practice facilities and stuff. So, they're, the, you know, the Chiefs are working working good there. The Niners are practicing at UNLV. And according to Adam Schefter, the, uh, the Niners have been met with widespread disapproval from various members of their organization when it comes to the field conditions. Uh, and so the NFL put in a sod field on top of ter- uh, field turf, started laying it just last week mm-hmm. when the NFL ordinarily requires Super Bowl practice fields to meet certain standards in December. Yeah. So these are, I mean, yeah, it's not like you're surprised where the Super Bowl is. The hay should be in the barn by the time Christmas is here. When Goodell wakes up Christmas morning, he knows the sod is fine for the practice facilities for his Super Bowl teams. Not well, the case. Let's ha- let's uh, give these things a chance to just develop a little bit of a root system down into there. Yeah. No, we're gonna we're gonna lay it. It's, it's got no chance. It's it's dying on the field as you're getting ready to play on it. The NFL hardness score, as you mentioned, for fields averages 78. Whatever that means. And with no field being less than 70. Hmm. So, like, the, the bare minimum is, like, you got to get a 70. Okay. I know all about that. You too, Dawson. Yeah. You too, Walchuk. Cheese get degrees, baby. Probably you too over there, Bryce. Yeah. Uh, but. All too well. Yeah, the 49ers field is considered in the 50s. So, you know Kyle Shanahan. I mean, is he just, is he on the horn? If you're Shanahan, Broadus, do you have guys for that? Like, you sort you have gunners? Or do you pick up the phone yourself and your mother bleep and Goodell and whoever else? Or do you just say John Lynch or somebody oh, John you handle Lynch, this for John me? Lynch needs to handle that, and then and then if in fact you need to get ownership involved then too, you know if you're if you're if you're that disappointed if you're worried about your players the safety of your players my gosh imagine like you know we hear a pool report like oh the the Forty ers lost two players because of fuel conditions I'm loading up a bus we're going to Los Angeles. I'll see it so far. Maybe we'll be that, back Saturday night. I know they want to. Tr- they've put in a request. Possibly they might just alternate with Kansas City, and they'll Good just work too. out the, the scheduling of when they're going to be using the practice field for the Raiders, and then the 49ers are coming and use it in the off time. You know well, what? Got I got a lot sm- of rain sm- going on there right now too. The yeah, next a lot couple of rain. days, so that's probably a little too tempting though for these guys who will do anything to win. All of a sudden, you're practicing in the same place. Here's a playbook. Here's a little. Ah, I just you know, I just twisted that little camera up there. I don't know. They were practicing. The Spygate situation. I mean, if the yes. Patriots are involved, if this 100%. is a Belichick, yeah. this is this is yeah. null and void the moment it gets suggested. Uh, but maybe these other teams are more willing to play by the rules here. But I, I would I would be suspicious of foul play if we're all practicing in the same facility. Here. Peyton Manning <laughs> believed that he couldn't even talk in the locker room of anything to do with the game plan. I saw a story. LaShawn McCoy was just on the Julian Edelman podcast, and I didn't pull the sound or anything, but I saw it over the weekend, and he's talking about how McCoy, LaShawn McCoy was with the Buccaneers when they, they win the Super Bowl with Brady and I guess it's I don't know if it's Super Bowl week 
oh, I think it is Super Bowl week, and they're practicing, and Brady brings everybody up and just says, like, hey, we can't be running these plays out here. The way he, like, looked in the, the windows of the facility and how he felt like people could be watching them. So LaShawn McCoy's been in the NFL for so long. He's like, I've never had a player or coach anybody's ever been worried about this. Brady's like, no, we're not running these new plays, whatever it is, in this big moment. We'll we'll walk through it indoors somewhere. We're not running it out here on the practice field. Brady, like, stopped an entire Bucks practice. Yeah. Before either a big game or whatever, or maybe it was the big game, but that Brady is like on hyper alert. All these guys are now. It's like the cheater is most paranoid about the cheating in a relationship. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, it yeah. goes back to Jimmy Johnson tells the story about he was watching the local news, notices the Bills are doing shovel passes. Yeah. And he, he informs his defensive coaches, like, guys, have we seen the Bills do this at all in their game tape? And they're like, nope, they haven't run a shovel pass all year. They were alerted, and sure enough, Bills ran a shovel pass to Thurman Thomas. Cowboys force a fumble, recover. I think it was James Washington. I do love that. You know, the other thing that you don't really consider in these moments, but you have the Chiefs, an AFC West team, playing in AFCS, uh, AFC West Rivals Stadium using their facilities. This yeah. is the Raiders. This is a rivalry. Yeah. And on the, the locker room doors there at Allegiant Stadium, it's all Chiefs because it's their home locker room for this game. Right. Can you imagine an AT&T Stadium Super Bowl where the Eagles, Giants, or Commanders are playing and they have all their stuff? They're taking over as the home team they and have it's all right. their signage they all over right. your locker room yep. and everything. Yep. We would never we would never live that down. Eagles fans, whatever, would be tearing us up. I feel for Raiders fans in this situation. When they were there in the uh, Cardinals facility last year. The home team always gets that. Always get it. No, for sure. Yeah. I, you know, if you have one at AT&T Stadium, I, I don't know why any team though. would bother considering it. Uh, Eli and Aaron already own that house. You know? That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, Eli did sign that thing, didn't he? Oh, yeah. man. Well, I think the Niners are going to have to keep an eye on somebody. We're actually familiar with this guy. He's a really good player. Charvarius Ward. Oh, the one that got away. The one that got away. He is. Uh, he's a legit awesome corner for the Niners. And he was at the podium. I hope this sounds good corner for Kansas City. He was in the last Super Bowl playing for Kansas City. That's right. Yeah, this is not his first rodeo, uh, but this is obviously his first Super Bowl in Vegas. Yes. Yes. And so he's at the podium. He's discussing it. And um, see if you can hear what he says about sort of his plans. Hey, you guys are about to get to Vegas. You have the family, all the stuff. You're trying to get the tickets, everything. You're trying to get in order here. Uh, what's what's it like Super Bowl week, whatever, Charvarius Ward? But it's too bold in Vegas, so it might turn up a little bit the first day or two out there, but after that, really just lock in, you know what I'm saying, focus. The whole week is really like a movie, like you're going to see celebrities everywhere. Okay, so uh, you might not have been able to hear there, but he starts, he's saying, well, this Super Bowl's in Vegas, so yeah. we'll probably turn up a little bit the first few days, and then yeah. we'll lock in. You got to keep the same routine. If Sunday and Monday are your turn-up days, you know? You got to cut loose. I do think that's the best argument in in the world of creatures of habit, coach. This is just like any other game. I'm trying to. This is my routine. Yeah. If you want me to be at my best on Sunday, I'm gonna have to go party my face off here in Vegas for the first couple of days. I know you'll understand. I'll coach. be hungover for install. I do it every week. Trust I got me. a I got a text message from uh, the guy at the fields in Las Vegas. Okay, and I asked. I said, uh, I asked this guy. I said, this practice field's poor. He goes, yeah, and I goes, the field coming up, and he goes, it's really soft. And it has some unevenness, unevenness to it. Mm. Did I say it right? Unevenness. unevenness yeah. Try one more time. And the sod will move at the seams. Oh. So that's kind of where they're at with their their field right there. There's no. There's no. Where way. are they going? Are they going to practice there tomorrow? I love that the NFL, like just the biggest, the biggest entertainment business in all of the world, billions and billions of dollars, and they're caught with their pants down on the biggest week of their calendar year. That is just phenomenal, dude. Uh, I mean, even Jerry Jones thinks that's a ridiculous uh, pl- preparation for the Super Bowl. Maybe they could dial up the sod god. I know he hung him up last year, sod but god. you know, yeah, one, one, come in. one last ride. Sod saying, god lost his swag, though, didn't he? He's last year was, but he, he's George finger Toma. pointing. George Toma. Yeah, he started oh. lashing out. He started blaming other people, yeah. like like the NFL, yeah. for instance, yeah. not being buttoned up. He's like, I did all I could, man. Yeah, and I believe him. I mean, with the NFL doing what they're doing now, I mean, sod god's not here. What's the what's the constant? The NFL, and we're having field issues. Yeah, they want someone's got a good point. You go practice at Bishop Gorman. That's a hell of a facility. Oh, it's a good point. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's where uh, home of Joey Gallo. All over the damn place, guys. There's Your a lot of players. There's a lot of Vegas people there. Marco Murray's a Vegas guy. Yeah, I think we've underestimated. I know I had a point last week where uh, I discussed this, but uh, I have another stat of the day here about this Chiefs defense that makes me think we've just completely underestimated them this entire time. 
Remember the 2015 Broncos that just carried the defense, carried Peyton Manning and his broken yeah. body to a Super Bowl? They allowed like 14 a game. Yeah, it's just like they're awesome. Von Miller's the man, and uh, Peyton Manning is going to be gifted Beware. another Super Bowl. Shut up to Marcus Ware. Because of this wonderful, wonderful Broncos defense. Keen Tlaib, that Chris twi- Harris. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. 2015 Broncos allowed 340 total points in 20 games. This 2023 version of the Chiefs defense, they've allowed 335 points in 21 games. So in uh-huh. one more game... They've given up five fewer points total than that 2015 Broncos team, dude. Okay. This Chiefs defense is is the real deal. And it was just kind of high. I mean, we knew we knew all season, hey, th- I mean, Mahomes finally has a defense. I don't think we realized the level of which. And you saw yeah. it firsthand with shutting down that Ravens team that was high flying on everybody. And all of a sudden you go into their house and give up like seven points. So um, impressive. Or ten yeah. points, whatever. Again, great linebackers. They're not as heralded as some of the other great linebackers ar- around the league, but it's that, that Nick Bolton guy that you talked about. I think the year they took Micah, you were hot on him. Yeah, I, I was yeah, that that was I was trying to trying to hunt a linebacker. He, in, in he was two. my second round guy. Yeah, yeah. I wanted him in the tackle that the Chargers. Sean took. Slater, Nick Bolton would have been a hell of a duo. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and they got Willie Gay as well, who will be a free agent. Yep. He might be an opportunity. They bring in Drew Tranquil. Um, so, I mean, they invested there. They wanted to have some depth at the linebacker spot. I think you see all these teams that made it far, these final four teams, they all had a legit planet linebacker, whether it's two studs, maybe it's a Greenlaw and a Warner, maybe it's a Queen and a Roquan Smith, or even Detroit who's like, dude, we're going to draft a guy in the first round, we're going to pay Alex Anzalone a bunch of money, uh, and they got like two other guys that they, you know, shift in and out of there. So, yeah, the linebacker situation is going to, uh, to need remedied here locally for sure. I did want to read you this. Pat Mahomes uh, sitting down with Jeff Darlington, being asked if he senses that he's become a bit of a villain at this point. You win for long yeah. enough at some point. Like, are or do you feel like everybody's starting to root against you? You would, from your perspective, you would say no, not yet. I don't think so. Haven't reached that point yet. For I think him. he's too likable and and like genuinely nice. Yeah, I think yeah. he's likable too. Well, he says I can definitely sense it. I never felt like that because I've never been like that in my entire life. But it's become a little bit funny. I don't want to say you enjoy it. I know the Patriots had that for a while. I'm hoping we do it in a different way with a little bit more fun and personality with it. Kind of like what you were saying there, Dawson. But he says as long as you keep winning, teams start to not like you, and I want to keep winning. So. So if that means some of the other teams and other fan bases aren't going to like me, I'll try to still have a smile sure. on my face and not be a bad example. But this is my favorite part. But I can be that villain for them. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to lean into the bit if he needs to. Dude, he is That'd a cold-blooded patty. killer behind that Kermit the Frog voice and, and, and that nice guy deal. And uh, he, he is my favorite player in the NFL right now. I, I think... He is on his way to being the future go, but different from him and Brady, like he only had the one incident where that horrible call goes against Kadarius Tony, and he's losing his mind. Yeah. Outside of that, everything is nice to the refs, nice to the coach, taking care of his teammates. Like people want to see at least some sort of toxicity or or unlikable traits before they flip on you. Uh, we'll see though. I mean, mm-hmm. once he gets to six or seven rings, it might be too much, especially in division, in conference. I mean, the Bills fans, maybe the Bengals fans will, will come around to hating them as well. We got to run. Time to hit the expressway. We'll take you commercial free to the top. There's so much new Mavs uh, rumors out there, and we'll give you what Jerry Jones has to say about the Cowboys search for a DC that's coming up next year in the G Back Nation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, G Bag Nation. It's time now for the expressway. We're going commercial free to the top, baby. And it's brought to you by the On Time Experts LA Live coming up in about 13 minutes. Guys, I have seen the future. I just saw it at the break. I was getting together my Mavs trade rumors, and I was getting together my Cowboys stories, and I saw this thing. The NBA has unveiled their state-of-the-art LED court for the All-Star event at Lucas Oil Stadium. I, th- I think as soon as you see this, everybody's going to want it, and owners are going to put them in. It's, it's basically the big screen is the court. Okay, the big screen is the court, and they got they can design and change the color of the court at any time. They can do replays on the court. They can give you stats, the score on the court. There is no more going back from the court to way up high, looking, oh, how many steals has he had? Oh, where's that hustle board? Oh, how many rebounds is this? Oh, there's this. Stat. Just miss another play. It's out of there. Okay? He dunked. How many points does he have? What's his stat line? As he's running down court, that can be at his feet. It's going to look like a damn video game uh, while you're watching the game on TV or in arena. In arena, you can get the overlays in real time. Interactive games for fans during timeouts. Location-based player tracking animations. I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, but immersive animations following key plays and moments. It really feels futuristic. I think it's just the texture of the court that would be my only like pushback right now if I'm arguing internally. Yeah, How, how's the ball dribble off of this? Yeah, but the viewing the viewing experience it might take a second to adjust. I think I think it would for anybody. Yeah, but this could end up being this could end up being really really fun. What about the teams much like we have at the AAC that play hockey and basketball? Is that going to be a nightly switch out? I mean, oh, how, yes. how, how, how often, I mean, is it, is it a special, is there going to be a special, do you have to have special equipment to, to have the court? I would think maybe because it's made out of glass. That's yeah. yeah. I'm kind of wow. wondering like, if, so you can't call it the hardwood anymore. It's no, the sir. glass no. wood. It's the, well, we uh, should, the you glass. can't call it the parquet floor like in Boston too. No, that's what it's called. This thing parquet. is pretty awesome. Though. Sponsored by parquet. I, 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 I tweeted it at, at G bag nation. <laughs> Why do I have to explain things? Uh, G bag nation are you are you guys are you are you guys thinking i am overselling this no. underselling this i think or? it looks fantastic i mean it's really really neat i'm excited to see how it looks in an actual game environment oh um, wow but it looks stunning it's I gonna really, play really well does. with the ball trippers man the guys who like to take you know it, yeah, have a little, like this. little, little blue little like, blue like, dolphin uh, or something just, and then go to the game I'm our just, blue play guy I take, just, taking some shrooms <laughs> i just wonder if like all of a sudden you find dawson at these basketball games like all the time <laughs> you have that ball tripper section yet <laughs> oh the clippers will be the first to have a ball tripper uh, fan section hey, bomber let's get that ball tripper section going deal man if it brings the fans <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're 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 like transitioning from one style to another. They're implementing uh, ads. You know, there's uh, all kinds of really cool stuff on this. I'd, I'd love your feedback. What about people that are sitting on the opposite side of the court, or is it going to have four different sections of screen for people to watch? That's a fair question. Oh, that's a really fair question. Like if I'm looking down from my angle and you got the stats up there from my angle, it's backwards. You know, it's only accommodating one side of the arena. Or, I mean, there's both sides, don't you think? Yeah, I would imagine, like, though. Each corner gets one? Yeah. That's a good point. I, I did like what they did with the Mavs Jumbotron. We're uh, up underneath it now. Yes. It does make it an easier sight line. Um, um, and, you know, they're, they're doing good stuff with it. But I don't know how you're going to be able to get away from the aesthetic of this. It just looks so futuristic and badass to me. Uh, we'll, we'll have to attract uh, this. I'm going to track this closely at the All-Star game. I think it's going to be the most interesting thing going in to the, uh, to the weekend. Okay, C-note, little Cowboys news of the evening here. We got a, a, a proper round tripper coming up at 6 o'clock, Rangers fans. I know you're getting excited just as we are, as a pitchers and catchers are going to be arriving in Surprise, Arizona next week. Okay, um, the latest on the search for a new D.C. as Joe Witt has gone with Dan Quinn. They say he was the perfect compliment to Quinn. While Quinn's getting fired up and cheerleading, Witt's like sitting there calculating on what we need to anticipate next. So they are a great team, um, and and he gets to hold that title for the first time in his career to Washington. So I don't think even as the most staunch Cowboys fan, you could, you know, argue that he should have stayed or or been loyal. Like 
the Cowboys had a chance to hire him, and he, he had an offer, so he, yeah, he's gone to Washington. But the Cowboys weren't also willing to probably give him three years like he's going to get in. Yes. And that's and that's big. Jerry, I mean, what if you fire you fire McCarthy after next season, now you're paying you're paying this guy two more extra years. I don't think Jerry and Steven were willing to do that. So Jerry was asked why it's not a disadvantage to recruit in this situation, and maybe this already cost you Joe Witt, right? This is the exact situation that could have cost you Joe Witt. You have a lame duck coach, and other job opportunities don't. So uh, Jerry was asked why this is not a disadvantage to recruit from. He says, well, because if they take the job, they'll want to be the coordinator of the Cowboys. They're looking at that right there and all that goes with that. And if they're aspiring, they know that there's a chance to be a head coach someplace because the one that just left us is. Mm. So it's a good opportunity for them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think you could argue, though, that maybe it's a good opportunity to be head coach of the Cowboys in a year. Yes. That's why. But he probably doesn't want to say that because that would be a D move to Mike McCarthy. But that's the truth of it, isn't that's, it? Yeah, that's what I brought up with the Vrabel stuff. Like if you were one of these coaches, then ultimately, hey, at least you get a foot in the door. You've already been here. Maybe you lay the foundation of I have a relationship with these players and I did a good job. So maybe uh, if indeed things don't go the way that you want them to in the postseason, which I think we think inevitably will be the case, and they move on from Mike McCarthy, you've got a front runner seat. And I think the total opposite of what happened to Eric Bieniemy at the Commanders. I mean, I mean, I understand what you're saying. But Eric Bieniemy is one of those guys that I don't know that he was ever going to be given a head coaching job, right? He's been he was interviewed in the cycle for three years and nobody wanted to hire him. Sure. And the reasons were they just didn't think he was a good interview, whatever that they wanted to give. But he just might have been one of those guys that, unfortunately, for whatever the real reason is, we don't know. But he just wasn't ever going to be hired. Yeah, you know, for me, this year was a big strike against Bieniemy that you had such a dominant running game and you kept passing it so much with Sam yeah. Howell. You know, that's what I would be reviewing. Like, things looked great in Kansas City. Why were you passing it so much? Now, if he says back, we weren't going to win it all. I wanted to develop the quarterback in a situation where we couldn't run it all the time. This was a developmental type year. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. But at the same time, this is a win or go home league. Your job was on the line. Why, why are you developing when there is a clear way to win the game with, you know, running the ball as well as they did with two good running backs, you know? I know it's probably music to your ears, Chief. Like, you should just keep trying to pass more and more. Uh, no, I would I would not say that. Not when your passing game looks like what Washington's did, where your quarterback's being sacked all the time. Yeah, that, you know? that mean, was a problem. It's, your it's, offensive line was not good. Every team, ultimately, you have to play to your team's strengths, and when you have a first-year quarterback who's during the headlights being sacked at an inordinate rate, then you probably need to help him out with a bit of a rushing attack. And I think the best teams now... They, they, they are able to run the ball. It's not that running the ball is wrong. It's just that how you invest in the rushing attack, okay? Are you are you trying to just spend a bunch of money on a running back? Are you trying to build a legitimate offensive line? No one's going to be upset at you for building a legitimate offensive line and having a creative play caller and play designer who's got diversity in his run scheme and doesn't show up and say, yeah, I'm an inside zone guy. I'm an outside zone guy. I'm a pin and pull guy. Well, in Detroit, I'm everything. Yeah. So, okay. So now now what are you going to do? Every week when you go, when I go study your defense, if I'm Ben Johnson, I go, okay, what do you guys stop? That's fine. You guys stop the pin and pull, no problem. Because my offensive line and my my rushing attack with with with, with backs that aren't overpaid are going to be able to – we can pivot. We can be a zone team versus you defense that stops the pin and pull, no problem. They did take you it know, back like, in the first round, which ha- is kind of against the common the common thing here, taking yeah, 12 overall. No, for sure. Absolutely. And, but when you have the best offensive line in the league and you have extra first-round picks, yeah. then it's like, okay, if you want to decide to go do that and you have a play caller that understands how to get him the football and you're creating huge chunk plays with him, now all of a sudden you're talking about a different story. So it's not that the running game is is stupid and 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 running the ball every time you run the ball you should be you should be you know docked points in your overall Q rating not at all there's just times and places for it and there's what are you what are you you know what are you uh, paying for it and all these different things who you pay pay the guy who can design the rushing attack don't don't pay the guy that you can hand the ball to because we've decided that there's not many guys who can design the rushing attack at a high level but there are a lot of guys on the cheap that you can get to take the football and run with it so that's all yeah no it's it's supply and demand I think it's the economics of the position more yeah you've seen that yeah, with, yeah, the, with the contracts running the ball is important. But like yes, over-allocating capital to to secure running game is the mistake. Right, and it's unfortunate for the running backs that want to get paid, oh. but it's just kind of the devaluing of the position now. Yeah, it's really well stated. And, and, and I did want to mention, too, about the Cowboys and their defensive coordinator spot and like the lame duck one-year thing. Like when you're going for Ron Rivera 
or you're going for Mike Zimmer, what other jobs do they have? They're not weighing it up against anything. Oh, they've no already, one's, they've no already one, been paid as head coaches, well, too. Right, yeah. right. But Zimmer's like, I'm sitting on my couch. Yeah. So what am I worried about? It's not like I got yeah. 50 opportunities no, here. right. And yeah. I'm trying to decide. It's like, I'm either not going to coach oh, or I'll come coach for you. No, and if right. I'm fired, I'm right back on the couch. That's absolutely right. So I don't think it really matters if it depends on who is your target defensive coordinator. When it's Mike Zimmer, who gives a rear end if it's one year? He don't care. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, that's a great point, and maybe that's why it's not a problem at all for Jerry. He's like, oh, no, it's not a disadvantage at all. I'm talking to super old guys that have no options. <laughs> right. Well, that's yes. probably why there's a disconnect. <laughs> it's true. There's probably That's where there's a disconnect with McCarthy in the front office because McCarthy knows if they're hiring a Mike Zimmer, you can bet he's going to be under consideration to be their next head coach, and okay. the fans should probably know that. How about this, guys? Uh, Dan Quinn in Washington, more in Philadelphia. Um, is there is the level of familiarity a concern is uh, for you now that you add Witt Jr.? To, you have three former yeah. Cowboys coaches in division. Is that a factor, Brian? I would say it's a factor. You're already super familiar with these teams. Yeah, you're already. I mean, to me, especially if it's one of those situations where Witt and Quinn walked across the hall and told McCarthy that your offense is horse bleep. Yeah. You know, and and if you don't do any, if you don't make any changes, yeah. That, that 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 will make a difference. I think Kellen Moore, that part of it, I wouldn't worry so much about him. I, I would worry about, I would worry about the defensive coaches that left. That yeah, would the be defense my has changed so much. Yeah, and now you're going to have another DC. I, I don't think Kellen Moore is going to have anything, but I would no. be worried about Witt and Quinn. And, I would, and, uh, you know, matching up with McCarthy and, and Schottenheimer. Jerry also said over the weekend it's disappointing to not get the the final of the World Cup, but getting the nine games is a fabulous success, will act like it's the final game, and every game will act like it's the final. He also admitted some uh, disappointment in not in not getting it. Uh, maybe mass transportation a factor, of course. New York, the media capital of the world. It is uh, the place that the FIFA president himself preferred as well. But a little bit of a disappointment because of the reports that we'd had over the last six months that AT&T was going to be the host for the final. I wonder if they wanted to play that final outside. Yeah, maybe. maybe that yeah, mean you that know that's the whole thing that you have to really kind of think about that that stage Should new york be a beautiful when, day. You, when you think of i i think that's funny but to me i believe just i was amazed when i was in saudi arabia how many people asked me questions about texas and how they know i mean they're they, they're fascinated about texas yeah but i wonder if europe as a whole and the middle east everybody's familiar with new york Mm-hmm. You know, I think so. I think the Saudis York, are fascinated LA, with Texas because of their oil and gas. You yeah, know, their sure. their their interest with oil and gas. Matter of fact, their their consulate is in Houston. So yeah, they they know that, but they they're fascinated by the state of Texas. I just don't know if the if the world is fascinated by Texas as they would like with New York. You know that maybe yeah, sure I get that. I, yeah. I think I think Texas is the only other place in America. You know, Texas, California. And and New York that yeah. kind of has its own personality or reputation right. that that is that is world renowned. I me personally, I know that SoFi was going to get the opportunity to the, the host. I kind of feel like that Rose Bowl to me when you start to talk about Ooh. weather, outdoors, grass, all that stuff. Give me the Rose Bowl for big games like that. Oof, the that, Rose Bowl. that would be special. Okay, yeah. uh, we'll have to do some Mavs rumors with you coming up in the six o'clock hour. If you've been standing by, you need to check out Mark Stein talking about Bobby Portis for Grant Williams. That is a report. He says no signs that it's imminent, but it has been discussed. Mavs are interested in Andrew Wiggins as well. A reclamation there. And uh, Andre Drummond with the Bulls is available. I, I just think that would be a home run to pursue as far as your traditional center that you could play alongside Lively. It's time now to go into the Pimp Cup where Lucius Alexander has LA Live. Yeah, slip, slide, trying to provide. Hey, man, I checked out that LED basketball court. What you think? I like it. I will definitely watch. But shout out to all the NBA fans with epilepsy. Oh, my God. Oh, Ooh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. my God. It's going to be a tough watch for you, buddy. Up there. Huh? That, that video game warning they used to put up? Yeah, they're going to have to put oh, that yeah. in front of the games now. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It'd be cool if they put like a shot meter under the player who's on fire. You know, it's like a little yes. basketball flame, you know, when yeah. they're going down. Yes. I love <laughs> that, dude. Yeah, he's heating <laughs> up. He's yeah. heating up. Yeah, show us a little play, whatever, like NBA 2K. Oh, this is about to happen. Okay, yeah. Oh. Yeah, dude, there, there's just so many possibilities with it. And, you know, usually when I hear about stuff like this, I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm going to be underwhelmed. But I clicked on that. I was like, that's Holy pretty cool. crap. That's nah, pretty cool. <laughs> it's bad. All right, let's get into a, a Monday fun day right after the great Rick James, y'all. 
All right, you squares. It's time you smoke. I fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance with some of everything. Let me tell you something, I want to let all of the sensitive people know you picked the wrong show. <laughs> all I got is raw, hurtful You done got them hyping here. L.A., what's up? Yes, L.A. Live for February 5th, 2024, y'all. It's a fun day Monday right here. You could have been anywhere in the world, folks, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. LA Live is sponsored by Kissable Dental, and there no bill guarantee. Book online at kissabledental.com. Your kissable journey begins today. And hey, Lucius, every, what's up, bro? You watching this 1980 Pro Bowl? I sure am. That's amazing. Uh, 1989 right there. Oh, is it 1989? Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. I'll tell you what, this is pretty cool. I'm, I've just looked down every once in a while and see some of those old names they're playing this game to try and win yeah no they're, they're playing they're, hard bro. there's no messing around going on yeah they're hitting cats out of bounds and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. it's wild out here <laughs> great children's in the game yeah yeah man that's great i like seeing that uh let me see what else we got oh yeah every weekday here on the fan we do g bag of the day at 2 30 if you see anything floating out there we should be reacting to Send it my way at Lucky Lucius P on social media, Lucius Alexander on Facebook, or you can go to Twitter, find G Bag Nation, and follow every last one of us. Shout it. That's a real thing. Our winner is Gus Johnson. I love hearing Gus Johnson on a Saturday morning. Oh, I love it. This time right here was calling little hoops. And he got a little, little too excited when calling this block. I feel like my man was. Maybe he was like a, a MC at the Rutgers or something yeah, like he that. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, an MC at the and one mixtape. <laughs> anyway, here he goes. And here comes Sellers. Nice look inside, great position, no call on the play. As Rihanna Alexander had her <laughs> block, her shot block. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fantastic, man. Hey, that's the theme on ESPN now. Maybe he's just trying out for uh, Pat McAfee's official yeah. play-by-play guy. Yeah, let it rip, buddy. Uh, oh, Matt Pittman. You guys are aware of Matt Pittman and everything? Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah, Meat Church. Meat Church. He's going to be on there with Late Night Jimmy Fallon tonight, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah be on there with Late that's Night Jimmy time. Fallon. So dude, that that's crazy. Like six or seven years ago, maybe even longer, maybe it was 10 years ago, but he was teaching classes at Premier Grilling, and they'd bring me up to stand next to him. Yeah. And I'm like, this is cool, dude. Good luck to you, man. You have, yeah. you have some great products. And like, it seemed like every six months he was leveling up, leveling yeah. up, leveling yeah. up. Next thing you know, he's he's cooking at the Country Music Awards. Then he's cooking for vice presidents. Then he's cooking for W and his family. Yeah, and he's, he he's gone all the way to the top. He all might be the, the most successful barbecue guy in America right now. I yeah. think I think that's fair to say. I think say. his page is huge Alabama fan. He got to cook for the team. He says most nervous he's ever been in his that's life. That's amazing. Wow. Cook for the whole Alabama squad. It was hey, he, he's done a great job. Going really on point saving. L.A. Live for. Monday, fun day, 105.3 The Fan. You guys want to hear the DMV fans react to Dan Quinn to D.C.? Oh, yes. I was going to play this on Friday. Didn't get to it. I'm going to get it out the way here. Yeah, the WTOP News up there in the DMV was doing a man-on-the-street situation, talking to fans about Dan Quinn coming to Washington. He's an ex-Dallas guy. What are we doing? We wouldn't <laughs> We wouldn't go to Russia and get Putin as the president. Like, <laughs> What are we doing? Cutin. This guy gave up 48 points in a wild card game. He's the DC. That's your defensive coordinator. Now your head coach. It's like we brought Ron in again. <laughs> Just a different guy, different name from our biggest rival. Like, it's not a smart idea. Dallas Cowboys to the day I die, born and raised. I'm so happy about it. Get rid of him. And I'm happy he's going to Commanders now. <laughs> so it makes it even better for me because he's picking up a guy that I hate. And it's giving up some bad choices and bad play bad. Giving up so many games that we have one of the best defensive in the league and he did nothing with it. I just did a little research when I was hearing about this decision. I just saw after thinking it was just an interesting decision getting a coach from the Cowboys, looked up, I saw this guy's just blown tons of fourth quarter wins, even all the way back to his days at the Falcons. Yeah, this is the worst decision ever. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough time to be Dan Quinn right now, isn't it? Oh, Ooh. man. Good thing he's got that check. Just did a little research on the guy, man. He just gives up the fourth quarter leads. It's hilarious. I One mean, the stock is low right now, but 
if they if we could have got a first down, it would have been 17 points at half. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And, you know, there were some bad plays, but it, he didn't give up 48. No. The whole team sucked all day long, and the other team ended up with 48. Well, it'd be a different conversation, too, if the Cowboys would have almost won that game. Almost. <laughs> this whole Metro place would be like, Yo, we're almost there, man, next year, bro. So yeah. close. <laughs> so close. Yeah, it was just Mike McCarthy, man. Yeah. He messed up. <laughs> Should have called the timeout. <laughs> we will be on that narcotic, man. Yeah. Uh, LA, LA Live, 105.3 The Fan. Monday, Monday. I got a... Two questions for you boys before I get into the next thing. Who was the first athlete with a million dollar endorsement? First athlete with a million dollar endorsement deal. Joe Namath? No, sir. 60s? Tiger Woods in the 70s. Ooh, 70s. Dave Winfield. (laughs) Roger Staubach. No, it was Don Carter, the bowler. Bowl bowler? Don Carter with wow. Budweiser. Oh, wow. Badass. Yep, Don Carter right there. You used to have Don Carter Lanes yes. here in town. Yeah. Yes. Any relation? Shoot, I used to think oh, that, that fool. Him, same guy. I used to think he owned the uh, sidekicks and the Mavericks at one point in time <laughs> when I was younger. Sure, yeah. I really did. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Who was the first sports celebrity to die in a plane crash? God bless him. Thurman Munson. No, sir. Uh, sports celebrity. I mean, There's got to be one. Everybody Thurman Munson did, I mean, in the 70s, he did. We got to go way back. Let's go back to when Notre Dame was just Notre Dame. Newt Rockney. The- there you go. Nice job, Dang it, Brian. Lucius. Yeah, I was watching PBS yeah. <laughs> this weekend, bro. And they always New got Rockney, some, sure did. Yep. some great facts in that PBS yeah. documentaries that I watch. Yeah, LA Live, 105.3 The Fan, Fun Day Monday. We had a meat heist, fella. Oh, a oh, meat yes. heist yes. in Philly. Yes. Uh, Thebes made off with an estimated $20,000 worth of meat <laughs> early Monday morning <laughs> after two tractor trailer trucks were broken into in Northeast Philadelphia. Uh, police say the trucks were parked on the Red Lion Road around 1 a.m. when yeah. the thieves struck. Ah! And that seems like a lot of work for $20,000 of merchandise. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. That's Pe- a lot of hauling. That's a, a lot meets, of hauling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably. We can get heavy. Pause. Probably at these days, prices, two grocery carts full. But it still seems <laughs> like a lot of work for twenty grand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they said the drivers were asleep in the cabins, waiting for the nearby refrigeration facility to open at 6 a.m. And that's when the streets got to eating on them. So they're still looking for these cats, too, by the way. Billy's cheesesteak shortage now Look, in the city for a few days? Somebody's being hooked up in the streets right now with some meat. Yeah. They got some meat for sale out there. Also got some names for them, too, guys, because they're looking for these guys. Uh, the Brisket Bandits. Brisket Bandits. You guys like that? Brisket like Bandits. Brisket Bandits. Yeah. That's cool. I'll put like a seven. No, I'll put like a six. Y'all guys like, yeah, all right. Put a six. Maybe 200 brisket. Pork Shop Pirates. The pork, pork Shop Pirates. Okay. Yeah. That's better. <laughs> better than six? I think so. All right. Yeah. Uh, how about the Glizzy Goblins? <laughs> Glizzy Goblins. We know this one. I love alliter- <laughs> alliteration with these things. Yeah. Thank you, sir. How about the steak stealers? Steak stealers. No, we can do better. We can do better. I just, I'm just doing this because I seen the headline and they didn't have like a salacious headline. Oh really? You said a meat heist. I was like, nah, they need to give these cats a name. Yeah, (laughs) the meat. If you want us to find us, damn it! (laughs) They jack the meat. Damn it! Yeah, uh, we got the. uh, I said steak stealers already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rib swindlers. The rib swindlers. Lamb chop larceny. Uh, porterhouse pullers. There you go. Ooh, that's good. And just like Eric said, I came up with this one at 3 o'clock, and he just came up with this one about 5.50. The Meat Jackers. The Meat Jackers. <laughs> Beautiful. You've done numbers there the on the newsstands. Okay, you got to relax. Was this a variety <laughs> of different? Six. This wasn't just beef. This was potentially all sorts of all different, maybe poultry. And, yeah. Okay, cool. Assorted flavors of meats right there. That's like winning the lottery for Chia Fala. It flavor. really is. I yeah. imagine what I would do first. My gosh. I'd get a, a smoker going and... Yeah, yeah. Pan, I'm going <laughs> to pay Dawson to do the uh, the orange magic for me. And he's coming over to my house. Y'all down for buying street meat? Somebody walks up oh, to yeah. you trying to sell some meat you down hey, with? Hey, for the right price, yeah. Lucius? Yeah. Come on now. We talked about the grocery prices yeah. as of late. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to get a deal for me, then yeah. all right. I'm just weird it's not stored properly. 
Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, be, I'm gonna yeah. be out on the street, me. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm, I'm, I'm not going huge. I want to find a reliable supplier. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Some trust issues there. And I'm not gonna buy the premium items. You know, I, I don't. I don't want to get ribeye or New Yorker fillet because <laughs> that might be a poor grade. You okay. Know? okay. But I figure I'll get ground beef. I'll get sausages. I'll get the lower items, the pork chops, because those it's not that important if if you're getting the the, the, the low grade stuff. Yeah. LA Live, what's up, brother? I wonder how much they were carrying with for twenty thousand dollars, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, that doesn't seem pounds. like that doesn't seem like because with the way meat prices are, well, maybe they could grab they got what they could get. Okay, yeah. okay. maybe they didn't clean okay. out the whole truck. All they right. got what they can right. get. Yeah, all right. Type of situation, and then the. Uh, when the truck driver seen that his thing was cracked open over there. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, dang, they done broke the seal. Yeah. And look at my bill of sale. They done took half of it. All right, then if that's if I'm grabbing twenty thousand dollars, I'm going all steaks. You gotta get the most expensive. I'm going meats. I'm going in there, I'm pulling out the steaks. So then you don't yes. have time to look, you just gotta grab and go. Grab, yeah, that's probably true. Well they're, they're, they're due to sleep. Time. I'm right opening off. that back thing up and I'm They could wake up at any moment though. You gotta I, be quick. I'll tell you what I would do. I'd probably case this thing and figure out what all was put on that truck. Yeah. Before you get there, kinda like maybe Maybe scout it's an inside out, job. Scout out the deal. Yeah. Because I'd be mad as hell if I grab like gizzards or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I can get that anywhere, bro. Oh, so I got all the liver. $25,000 yeah. a brat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 200 pounds worth of liver right here. Fill <laughs> what you need. Guess we're up at oh, the hot dog oh, stand. Look. Cow tongue. Oh, great. That's yeah. delicious. That's good eating right there. LA Live 105.3 The Fan. Fun day Monday right here. Uh, here's a tale of caution for you boys. Have you ever bought something or sold something on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Were you strapped up? No. No? No. You really trusted the man? Yeah, I met him in a parking lot. I said, if he wants to do something nefarious, he can have this phone. You know? Yeah. I bet I just assumed he was going to give me the money. Is you selling your van? No. Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. The Scooby-Doo van. He's like, if a fool wants this bought, one, I know he's going to try to rob me. I, I yeah. bought the Scooby-Doo van off of Facebook Marketplace. Oh, look at you twice. <laughs> last time I sold something was uh, the last BlackBerry I owned. Shout out to them things, man. Yeah. The yeah. BlackBerry They were good too. for the day. They were the last good for the moment. used to play Brick Breaker on that thing. Yeah. They Great game. Yeah, well, we have a Harris County man killed. Houston, huh? Yep. In a shooting after an online sale goes bad. Authorities say preliminary investigation revealed that the two men met up at a location to complete an online sale of a pistol. Uh-oh. Gonzalez said one man possibly attempted to rob the other, and that's when authorities said one man pulled out and sent somebody to heaven. Mm. Let's go to Fox 26 for an eyewitness report right here. You be careful on these streets, people. Oh, okay, so I was at the gas station over there right across the street. And then I heard somebody arguing, so I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm in the car, I'm chilling. So I look back, I hear arguing. So I look back, I step out the window. All you hear, bow, bow. I'm old. So I, I look, bro, running for his life. Do it, do, it, do it without cuss. Okay. Please. So he running for the black dude running for his life. So then a Mexican dude chasing him down, you know. And then he, I hear some more shots. So I'm like, oh, I go in the store. I get my mom. I'm like, oh, we gotta go. They over there shooting. So then she like, oh, hold on, where they shooting at? Come on, bullets ain't got no name. Come on, come in the store. Come in the store. She was like, that is true. Bullets don't have a name. No, it's true. Oh, uh, just get. She was like, stay from my side. Just come in the store. Come in the store. Everybody trying to see where the gunshots coming from. I'm like, bro, they coming from across the street. Y'all just come in the store. Stay in the store. And you know that that's what happened. That was it to it. You know, it to it. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw him running for his life. Yes, sir. It, so, well, it's kind of heartbreaking because, you know, it's sad out here because, you know, people, it's like, it's a lot of stuff that's always going on around here. So it's like young people, you know, yeah. hey, look, I want to give, I want to tell y'all something, bro. Look, you know, just, just stay in school, stay out the streets. You know, the streets ain't, you know, it ain't what's up. Just stay out the streets and, you know, just try to go to school and stay in school. If you're in school, you know, just do the right thing out here, you know. That's all it is to it, you know. Just stay out the streets, you know. That, it, that's that's what it leads to. That's a fact, Jack. Do the right thing. Street moves. Somebody knew he was going to go over there and try to rob that man for that pistol instead of coming with the money like he said. That's a street move right there. Be careful out here, y'all. Uh, I don't know what type of advice to give someone that's meeting up in the streets to exchange a profitable item, but I would be strapped. I would be. You know, I, I would... Okay, I would think... I'd or like to have this gun. at the police station in the front. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, if I'm strapped, here's the thing: if I'm strapped, it's a fifty-fifty, right? Maybe. Yeah. But he's gonna probably have his gun out first. He and I got to draw. He will. So maybe it's twenty eighty, right? Mm. But I'm sure 
with maybe 95% certainty that if he pulls his gun out and I close my eyes and I say, sir, I got daughters to get home to, here's my stuff, and I walk away, I think he's not going to shoot me. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully I he's think just my chances of doing that are better. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. he comes for the robbery. Would you tell him beforehand before you meet up with him, hey, bro, I got this gun, bro. I don't want to <laughs> have to use it. You seem like a trustworthy person. But don't play no games with me, please. You know, I think you could do that. You could say, like, hey, I have a buddy. And he's going to be 200 yards away, okay? And if anything mm. crazy happens, you're done for, okay? So don't, if you're going to rob somebody, go rob somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because if you shoot me, you will die very quickly thereafter. Yeah. I, I think something like that might be smart. But, you know, I just like to go into a, a public place. But yeah. I, I guess that, you know, didn't work too well. If a guy's desperate enough, he doesn't mind if it's a public spot. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm pulling out. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. Oh, I see this one on the fan text. The Meat Marauders. I see you. No, oh, I like it. I like that one. Yeah. I'm out of here. Peace. That was the name of my brother's soccer team in uh, in the 80s. Just the Marauders. No, oh, I say the Meat Marauders. Oh, my God, the 80s were wild. <laughs> they garnered yeah, quite were. the reputation. <laughs> marauders had a nice, nice ring to give it. Give me that <laughs> Stick it to him. Give em. me an M. M. Give me an E. E. <laughs> Well, it is the home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. We are now inside just days remaining of the greatest offseason in Texas Rangers history. And, Wolchuk, we have a proper round tripper coming up, right? We do. Let's go around the bases. Bold predictions for this Rangers prospect. Winter power rankings and the latest rumors in the MLB. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.